first ever episode of the High School Hotline, the podcast for everything high school related. Today we'll be talking with a high schooler who got a 36 on his ACT, his sophomore year. Listen in to learn everything you need to know about the ACT, including how to prepare for the test and how to perform the day of the test. Enjoy the show. Calling, I hear this money calling. Always picking up, getting that bad little bitch I'm earning. All in, all in, always put my all in. Through the night and through the day, I'm grinding in the morning. Calling, calling, yo bitch, she always calling. Always picking up, getting that bad little bitch I'm earning. Hello, I'm here with Jacob Robbins, a junior at Lane Tech High School. And he's here to talk about how he got a 36 on his ACT as a sophomore in high school. But first, Jacob, uh, tell me about yourself. What do you do outside of getting 36s on your ACTs? Let's see. Um, well, I've been teaching myself piano. Okay. Uh, mostly, mostly homework. Nothing too exciting. Um, I play lacrosse, but not lately. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I tutor for a little extra cash on the side. So um, my life's not really that interesting. But Sounds yeah. like some very typical 36 ACT person type of things. <laughs> what, what was your, what's yeah. your favorite subject in school definitely math math or science you know i'm a big stem person do you have any plans for your major in college or what you want to do when you grow up yeah i'm looking to go to med school but um nothing set in stone yet but i know i'm going to major in something stem i can't stand english subjects <laughs> or history well i mean i'm sure that 36 will definitely help you in aiding your future so let's get on to what everyone's here to listen about. Um, what made you decide to take the ACT sophomore year? Oh, definitely my mom. Yeah, she, it, it wasn't really a decision on my part. Um, but no, I'm, I'm glad she made it for me. It's made my life a lot easier. Um, is it, is yeah. it a decision you tell other people to make? Or? Well, yeah, mostly um, I, I try and get people like my students to start preparing for it earlier. But when we're talking about like juniors that are our age, um, I, they're usually faced with the decision of like taking the SAT versus the ACT. So I mostly try and get them to take the ACT um, because personally, I think it's an easier test. It's easier to score well on. Really? And if you went back personally, would you take your ACT sophomore year again? Or would you wait until junior year? Oh, I would definitely take it sophomore year. It's really nice having it done. Um, junior year is already stressful enough. Um, I definitely don't need another standardized test to worry about. Yeah. So what type of prep did you do to study for the ACT? Um, well, I'm not big on the uh, like prep books. Uh, I think I may have one, but I've never touched it. Um, what I do personally is I, all the ACTs, most of them um, that have ever been like given are pretty much like on online. Um, the ACT releases some of them and then a lot of them are on Reddit. So what I do is I just go through full problem sets. Um, but I did do, I was in a group class for a little while um, during this uh, summer before my sophomore year. So I think that definitely helped. But um, I did, I, so I took my ACT in the winter of sophomore year. So there was a big gap in between like the group class and the time that I actually took my test. So um, I had to study on my own for a while. Uh, and that, I mean, I just did a lot of practice tests. Um, I think the biggest thing is the biggest thing that you have to do to prepare is you have to do full practice tests. Otherwise, you're not going to get better. What did you do? I know most kids struggle this, with this. What did you do to motivate yourself to practice on your own? 
You know, I mean, I tried to go through at least like one like full test. Uh, I don't, I don't know how often, like more than once a week. Um, but I, I think just the thought of, or just the concept that you, you just sit down and take a full test. Um, and then you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week or the rest uh, for like two weeks. Um, that it really, it's motivating because it's not something that you have to do like every day. It's just, you, you get it done with, um, and you can move on with life. So you just sit down for a full four hours, get it done with, and then once a week, repeat that? Yep, <laughs> you got it. You know, that might be motivating for you, but for some of us, four hours on an ACT once a week is still a lot. <laughs> I mean, would you rather do like an hour every day for a week or just one three-hour session for uh, once a week? I mean, that's me personally, yeah. So would you say that these practice tests are more effective than the group lessons? Uh, I think to a certain extent, yeah, like the group lessons I start when I took my first ACT, um, I took a full ACT test, like a full three hour and like 10 minute test or whatever. I think I got like a 27. Oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I was, I was not doing good. Yeah. Um, no, but everyone says it's really easy to get up to a 32, but, um, getting past that 32, like, um, getting more points is actually pretty hard so i think the group class really helped me to get to that 32 and then after that it was more of like me doing more problems um because the act only has a certain amount of tricks that they can throw into their problems and after you see all of them it's, it's kind of boring i mean we'll definitely talk about some of those tricks in a bit but uh any unique studying strategies you used like i know some people use tiktok nowadays obviously that wasn't around back then but yeah, um, I don't think I do anything really special. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't think a lot of people like to just sit down and do the full test. Um, and if, if you can't do the full test, I'd recommend like just doing like full sections of the test. Uh -huh. But um, I mean, if you really want to get a good score, you have to take full tests, just like straight three hours because you, you have to experience what it's going to be like to do the science section last after you done three other sections that taken like two and a half hours or something. Yeah, so. I never thought of that. It's it's a stamina game. You have to Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. So um have you always been someone who's good at standardized test tests or did you really have to study for the ACT and get yourself up to um well I mean as you know I started at like a 27 but I mean I I consider myself to be pretty good at standardized tests. Um but you know it, it does take a certain amount of studying, no matter how good at standardized tests you are. Um, the ACT is just different. I mean, the SAT is more like the standardized test that, I don't know, like here in Illinois that we've been given um, because we take the PSAT and that's modeled after the SAT. But I mean, the ACT is just a completely different test. So it does take a good amount of studying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um so preparing for each subject, just want to talk about quickly, like for each individual subject, the best ways to prepare. So we can start with, um, let's start with English, because that's the first. English, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing I tell everyone about English is like, you have to sit down for, I don't know, maybe an hour, learn what independent clauses are, um, dependent clauses are, how they're connected. Um, you have to learn how to use commas, semicolons, colons. Uh, and then after that, after you know, like those basic grammar concepts, you don't 
really have to um, study that much. Um, if you can get those concepts down, then you, you, you'll do fine on your actual test. All right, next up, math. Any tips there? Um, math is interesting because they ask about so many different types of uh, math, like math classes. Like they, they ask about pre-algebra, algebra, geometry, pre-calc. They, they have some pre-calc and algebra two and trig. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me, the hardest part was a lot of like the harder questions um, on the ACT. They're about like matrices um, and stuff that Lane's math department doesn't really go over. I know Jones does some, but um, I think that was the hardest part, like learning those concepts. But um, again, after that, the math is all about practice. Um, they have so many different types of questions that they can ask you. You just have to keep on practicing until you get like each concept down. All right. And then yeah. reading, that's a tough one for everyone. You know, reading is interesting. I'm personally a fast reader. So I read, I like skim the passages and then I uh, um, answer. But the thing that's good about the ACT reading and why I tell people to take it over the SAT is you don't really have to read the passages at all. I mean, what a lot of people don't even read the passages when they're taking the test, but you, the, what's unique about the ACT is you don't really have to infer any information. Um, mo all the information for pretty much every question is in the passage, like almost word for word. It's really, the ACT really tests your ability can, um, on finding the uh, information in the passage rather than like, do you really know what the passage is about? Um, so I'd say like eight of the 10 questions for each passage are like that. And then the last two ask about the passage as a whole. So if you're one of those people that is a slow reader maybe reading passage isn't for you um sometimes they ask those like two passage as a whole questions at the beginning so what i would do if i were you is i'd skip them i'd answer all the other questions um like the eight other questions you scan the passage for information you answer those eight questions and then after that hopefully you have a good gist of what the passage is about and you can answer those two questions or one or two yeah for sure and then last but not least science one of the specific science yeah science is like the 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 section that the, most people have trouble with that's what i found um just because no one's seen anything like it it's not on any sats um it's, it's kind of unique but people people overestimate the science section um the science section really isn't that hard you again you completely don't have to read the passages sometimes what the act likes to do is they know that people don't read their passages. So they'll put, they'll ask a question about some information in the passage that you kind of have to read it for. But um, it's always in the first paragraph, which they don't tell you. But um, so if you read the first paragraph of every passage, you the science, science is hard for a lot of people because they're not good at science. They have no clue what's going on and that's okay. You don't really have to know what's going on. Um, science is about finding patterns. Uh, there's gonna be patterns in the data like, oh, as this variable increases, this other variable increases. And the ACT wants you to realize that and then answer a question. They're, they're going to ask you a question like, oh, well, what happens if I increase this even more um, to an amount that we don't show you? What would happen to the other variable? And if you can see that X increases while well, Y increases, then you can make inferences about what would happen if you added, a, I don't know, um, like a fake data point to it. And that's like most of the difficulty on the ACT science. Besides that, um, they do have like one question every year or every test that asks you about like um, 
previous knowledge, like, uh, I don't know, there was one question that asked, well, what's ATP? Um, or like, what's a mitochondria? Um, some basic uh, science questions. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they do ask you some basic science questions like that. Um, but I mean, I think if you've taken biology or chemistry um, in high school, then you'll be, you'll be fine on those questions. Yep. All right. So now it's test day. What do you do to prepare the day of the test? Well, something that really surprised me when I took the test, I only took like a real ACT once um, and something that I didn't take it with an essay. Uh, and something that surprised me was I went in at like eight and I came out at one. It was a huge, it was like five hours. Um, and the, the test is only like three hours, uh, three and a half hours with like the break pretty much. Um, so I, I had no clue why it took so long. Um, and something that I wasn't really prepared for was like, I had to stand in line outside uh, starting at eight o'clock. And then they started letting people in and checking your tickets and stuff. So it was really tiring. Um, and we, I didn't even start the test probably until like 9.30 and I didn't even take the essay. So I guess get a lot of sleep, eat a big breakfast. I thought so cliche, but that's, that's pretty much what I did. Um, but yeah, you just have to be ready to, uh, <laughs> to be really, really tired after your test. Good to know, yeah any special like drinks or anything you use for your test or you'd recommend using drinks like energy drinks would that make sense or uh i don't know i mean i don't personally drink energy drinks i definitely say stay away any stay away from anything that would that you don't drink normally because uh you you don't want to have to go to the bathroom during your test um but i mean yes I, I don't, I didn't do anything special, but I'm sure an energy drink wouldn't hurt. Do you, and then going back to the test, are there any specific like test taking strategies that you have that you haven't touched on yet? Um, well, let's talk about math for a second. Um, math, the ACT wants to slow you down. So what they do is they put all the easy questions at the um, front of the test, right? So you're like flying through it. You think you have more time than you do. And then you get to the end of the test, like the last... 20 questions. So for there's 60 questions. So, and you have 60 minutes, so one minute per question. So what a lot of people do is they do like the first 40 questions in 40 minutes and they think they're doing great. But really what you need to do is you need to do the first 40 questions in like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, um, because the last 20 questions are, they get harder. And especially like numbers 40 through 48, uh, they're, they're all, the ACT is just trying to get you to spend all your time there. They give you these huge paragraphs um, with like a bunch of data tables um, and they don't want you to uh, get through them quickly. So basically what you have to do is you just have to, you have to spend most of your time there. And then, um, but the biggest tip uh, that's uh, the biggest thing that a lot of people don't realize is that every question is weighted equally. So if, if you see a question that you don't understand, just remember that you only have a minute per question um, max uh, and you should move on. Like I know the last like 10 questions, they get pretty hard. Um, and there were definitely some that on my ACT I had to skip just because I didn't know how to do them. Um, but if you, I guess, skip questions in the right places and then come back to them later or not, you can still get a great score. Yeah. So here's some proof guys, you can skip questions, <laughs> still get a 30. Yeah. So it does, the strategy does work. Um, yeah. did, you, did you take your essay on the test? I know it's not around anymore for the SAT, but still here for yeah, the ACT. Yeah, that was recent. That was recent. Um, 
I did not take my essay. And um, I used to tell people that that was something that I regretted a lot because a lot of schools require the ACT with essay. And honestly, I think the biggest reason why the SAT took their um, essay off of their test is because colleges don't really care about your essay um, to a certain extent. I mean, they your essay score doesn't really matter at all. Um, and so I took my first ACT thinking that I wouldn't get that good of a score. So I didn't sign up for the essay just because I was too lazy to um, take the extra portion of it, I guess. Uh-huh. But um you know, it's something that I regretted up until now that <laughs> colleges are going to test optional and, you know, the SAT is removing their SAT or the SAT is removing their essay and the ACT is probably going to follow. So, you know, you know, um, it's, I don't think it's a big deal anymore. And it never was a big deal, but um, it was always helpful to have an essay score with your uh, test score because then you could submit it to schools that require an essay, even though they don't really care. Yeah, or essay scores. Yeah. If you could go back in time, is there anything you'd change about your ACT preparation or the day of the test? Um, you know, not really. Um, I think I did everything pretty well, apparently. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I definitely wish that I, um, I didn't take like a break in between like my group classes and my like preparation right before my test, because I, I definitely think that if I just like, from the moment that I ended my group classes, if I did like, I don't know, one problem set like every two weeks um, and then went over the answers, that's probably like what, like five hours every two weeks. Um, so you just, one one day of the weekend, you just devote like half of it to the a- ACT. Um, and then you don't have to like cram right before your ACT. And I know that that's, it's easier said than done, but I mean, honestly, you're probably spending like, like two weeks straight, just preparing for your ACT when it's, you don't, you don't really need to, if you just spread it out over a couple months, you'll be fine. So consistency is key here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So if you would pick the most important part to being successful on the ACT, what would it be? Uh, I mean, again, it's really being consistent. I, I, I'd say I was scoring like 35s on my practice test at the end of my group classes. And then I went into like break. I was like, oh, I'm great at this. You know, uh, I'm going to do great. Um, and then, so I signed up for the ACT a couple months later and I did another practice set as I was approaching my ACT date. And I realized I was only getting like low thirties. Um, it just, it wasn't going really well for me. And I, obviously my goal was a 36. And to get a 36, you have to um, do pretty well. So I was, I was a little worried, but um, I, I did cram <laughs> and uh, it definitely helped, but uh, I wish I was just more consistent um, and spread out my studying more, I guess. And so last question here, what advice do you have for students currently preparing, preparing for their ACTs? Well, one thing that I would say is that you have to remember that the tests are curved. Um, to an extent, of course, but uh, you like, for example, on my math test, I believe I got like at least three questions wrong, maybe two. I, I didn't do so hot on my math. Um, and I got a 35 on my math section. Uh, they, they give you the ACT scores or they, they curve to s- certain amounts of questions for each score. 
Um, so if you don't know how to do like a certain topic, like you don't know, like one of those super hard topics, it's okay because you'll probably only get one question on it and you can still get a 36 probably, even if you only get that question wrong. Um, also what they do is they average your scores. So I really got a 35.5, um, but it, it rounds up to a 36. So if I got one more question wrong in my math, I have a 35. <laughs> um, so you don't actually have to be perfect, which is different than the SAT because the SAT, you get one question wrong and they take off points no matter what, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, their curves are more like how, how many points they take off. Um, while the ACT is like, they, they, uh, they keep your score stable um, until you lose a certain amount of points. Um, and then it goes down. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Any last words you have for aspiring ACT scholars? <laughs> I don't think anyone really aspires to be an ACT scholar. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it doesn't, it doesn't matter like what classes you've taken or anything. Um, as long as you work hard um, and you have, a, you should probably set a goal for yourself. Like you pick a school that you really want to go to um, and look up their 75th percentile ACT score uh and set a goal like two points higher than that um unless it's like harvard <laughs> but yeah if you set a goal for yourself and you do practice tests until you reach or exceed that goal you're gonna do great as long as you work hard yeah well thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate you coming jacob for sure leo Blessed now, cleaning up my mess now. Used to be a letdown. That shit ain't for me, nah, nah. Shit ain't for me, it ain't for me. Alrighty, thanks for listening to the first ever episode of the High School Hotline. I hope you enjoyed the show. First and foremost, I'd like to give a big thank you to WGM Jack for supplying the music for this episode of the podcast and episodes to come in the future. Next up, I'd like to plug our Instagram, High School Hotline. Please give us a follow to stay updated on more episodes to come. Please feel free to DM us if you have any ideas for the show or would like to come on yourself. Thank you, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.